Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Pink Shade. Aaron here with my bunkie, my goddess, my doctor baby girl, Mary Payne Gilbert. We are back because we had to split our usual one episode into two. It was getting pretty long. So we put out Love After Lockup, Life After Lockup earlier Life. today. Uh-huh. And now we're going to do 90 Day Fiance. You ready for this? Yeah. I told yep. you that my uh, DVR didn't even record the first thirty minutes, so this is going to be like just like brand new information to me. The first, the first. Part Are you of it. serious? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it didn't record it. I have no idea that's why. So weird. Um, well, it's probably because it's shorted out. I mean, when it sees what's coming at it from TLC, it's like sixteen yeah, I, different versions of Ninety Day, and you only need one of them, and you're like, oh my god, what is all this crap on my DVR? It, I have no idea why it records everything else in the world. It just has the word 90 day in front of it, but Mm -hmm. it didn't pick up this one. So I was thinking I must have watched the other ones like live. So I didn't notice that it didn't record. (laughs) I guess. I have no idea. Anyway, I've I've reset the, uh, I've reset the recording. But anyway, I I, I went into it 30 minutes late. So I tried to do the rewind and it wouldn't rewind. I had a full meltdown. That's okay. (laughs) Family Mary Payne's like, didn't you just have one of these yesterday? We can't have two in a row. Yeah, every oh, no, day. this was yesterday. Yes, okay, it was. so this was an episode called Bless This Mess, and it had a lot to do with basically families being annoying, annoying um, blue suits, powder blue suits, not the blue suit of Tyrese and Shanda, but the uh, powder blue suit of Tariq and Hazel, known as Tarzel. Never forget <laughs> that necklace. He looked, he looked great. He looked, he looked very great. cute. And ridiculous at the same time. (laughs) It was about people complaining that houses were dirty, that residences weren't up to par. And basically, it was the beginning of, I think, what we're going to see is just a lot of disasters. Like, a lot of disaster couples are on this season. Mm -hmm. I, in fact, don't know who might work out besides Tariq and Hazel. Like, I think they might be the only ones who have even a remote chance. I think think, uh, Julia and Brandon are going to work out. Oh, I do. I, I do. If he can get away from his mom, yep. who is mm. so creepy and overbearing, her energy is so suffocating. And Julia is. is not going to take that lying down. In fact, let's just let's start with them. Let's start with Julia and Brandon. Okay. Now, she is the cutie patootie from uh, Ukraine or yes. Russia. Yes. We're going to go with. OK, Russia. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> <clears throat> I got to start my throat. Ooh, All right. I got to start my throat. OK. OK. Julia is she has fallen asleep after that horrible dinner where mother brandon was like i made a doctor's appointment for you can we do a pap smear right here at the table thank you <laughs> yes 
Redick. Redick. Yes. She's also flown like a thousand million hours and she needs, she just wants to go to bed and she also wants to have sex with her boyfriend who she hasn't seen in a long time. Her fiance, rather. Yes, correct. And mom is like on their jock. She will not leave them alone. They, they could barely get a night's sleep in and the next morning Brandon is waking her up. And she has full makeup on, Darcy style. I was like, all right, girl, we see you. Waking up with those lashes on. We know what this is all about. And Brandon's like, okay, well, here's uh, some breakfast, and uh, here's your favorite tea, and we have to go visit 12 national monuments today because my mom has a full tour planned for us. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't get earpieces and, like, the box that you wear around your neck and lanyards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was doing a full elementary school field trip. She had planned it from soup to nuts and she, like Julia's like, what the hell? She's like, I just want to sleep for a little bit. What's happening? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it because you know it's my town, and you, I was like, yeah. oh yeah. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed all of it. And when you come, that's what we're doing. Well, absolutely, <laughs> that's what we're doing. And you better give me like a little lanyard and you know a yeah. note pinned to my collar, like if mm-hmm. lost, return to Bunky Mary Payne. Yeah, I but seriously, it, it, it's yeah, nice that, for us to watch it. Like, it's fun yeah. because, of course, we can't fucking go anywhere anyway. So it's like, oh, look, the outside, the world. Right. Yes. Before it shut down. But if I were her and I had just flown there to be with my fiance and that mom and dad were pulling this bullshit day one, I'm sorry. I'm just not I'm not up for that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's mostly just mom. I think dad just goes along to get along. He, you know what? He he. Yeah, that's what he seems like. He's like, yeah. oh, OK, what, whatever she said. Right. So they do this. They go around. Julia is just thrilled because she gets like plenty of great selfie opportunities. And she goes, I want to take selfies to make everyone jealous. And I was like, that was, thank you for your honesty. That was hilarious. She was like, of course. <laughs> of course I do. I take a selfie. I look so beautiful. I take it. I take my selfie stick everywhere. I take it everywhere. And what did the parents say? They said something like, oh, well, we have a fifth pers- a fifth wheel. It is her selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like Monique's binder from the reunion. It's like another member of the team. Yeah, but uh, I liked how he I liked how Brandon was like, look, here's the thing. It's gonna happen. We're gonna do it. It's going to happen. So we may as well take twelve pictures of us and then me take the six of her from all different angles, say you look great, and let's get it over with. Because the more we talk about it, the longer it's gonna go on. Take the pictures and keep it I mean, he was he's like, I've been there, done that, no need to discuss it. Just take the twelve pictures and then we're done. Yeah, exactly. I appreciated yeah. that about him. I really did because mm-hmm. he could have just bitched and complained. He could have pulled, you know, like so many of these guys do right away when the fiance gets there. And he's like, no, I will take it. I will take it on the hill. I will take it on the sidewalk. I will take it on the yes. wall. Turn yeah. around, pop the butt. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. Do it so all. So Ju- Julia is very happy because Brandon is totally up for just taking all of these pictures. And she has instructed him that he really needs to talk to his mom again about the sleeping in separate rooms situation that is about mm-hmm. to happen. And she tells the cameras, um, I don't know if this was last time or, or this week. It's all mushing together for me. She's like, it doesn't matter if we sleep in separate rooms. We're still going to have sex just in other places. <laughs> and I'm like, dot, 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 <laughs> like on the family couch. I think right. they might want to give them their same bedroom. Yeah. In the barn. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the barn. In the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, or with like Lacey and Shajan just, you know, on somebody else's couch that where they're mm. fixing a furnace. Mm. Um, Brandon does talk to his mom again. And his mom has the audacity, mm-hmm. as Ramona Singer would say, mm-hmm. to <laughs> say that that's a red flag. That Julia, who is 26 years old. And Brandon, who's 27, who are engaged to be married in three months, wanting to share a room together is a red flag. I'm like, what? 
That's a weird choice of words. It's weird, too, because she's like, I know they're sleeping together at this hotel that we are currently at. But and I know that every time they go on a trip, they sleep together or he stays at her apartment. But yeah, for this one thing, this is the hill I'm going to die on. And it's not I mean, and he was like, well, you know, here's the thing that the if you do this, we're going to be moving out a lot faster and we really don't have the money. And you're putting me in a bad position, but we're going to have to move out a lot faster. Like you won't have yep. your baby boy at home anymore. And she's like, well, exactly. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know if this is just like uh, the cult the culty like hangover that I'm going to have for life, you know, but mm-hmm. I kind of got a feeling that they were maybe putting this on. They want to make sure they're saying this on camera, possibly for a church community mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who might be watching this shit show. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just seemed to me to be because they really don't care. They, they're fine with them staying together, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, but in our house. And it's like, I just, in the back of my mind, have a floating head of like, you know, a pastor or something that they want to make sure hears this. Is that weird? No, because I got married when I was 32 and I had a very similar situation. <laughs> ah. And when my fiance would come to town in Mississippi uh, and we, you know, had apartment at my, my apartment and he would come and stay with me. We were engaged to be married and he would come, you know, wedding plans or whatever, be there mm-hmm. for the weekend. And when I would go there, I would stay with him and, uh, go there, which is now here confusing. And, um, yeah, my mom would say, uh, well, we'll meet you at church. We're not going to pick you up. O- okay. Well, you showed me like, I mean, <laughs> just like, let's take two cars. What? Because then if she picked us up, then she was, like, acknowledging that he was staying at my apartment. Yes. Okay. And then she would do weird things, like, they would, um, and she told me this, she told on herself, that she would be, like, playing bridge with her friends, and people would say, oh, Mary Payne's um, fiance is in town, that's exciting. Yes, yes, he's staying at the condo, yeah. My parents have this condo at the country club, like a golf condo. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's staying at, she would just volunteer a complete lie. Oh um, my God, that's amazing. No one asked she went where, to, you were 32 no one asked and she was cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one okay. asked where he was staying and she would just volunteer. She would just say, oh, he's staying at the condo. And so we, we joke about that all the time to my mom. We'll go, oh, he stays at the condo. She's like, shut up. She says, well. Scoot and panic. She was panic. She was panic. Anybody would think that her 32-year-old daughter was having the man that she was going to marry stay in her apartment. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you yep. know, sure as hell, if there would have been a film crew around, you know, uh, following your fairy tale, she would have been like, they do not stay together. They do not sleep together in the same bed in this house. I mean, she would have gone to the lengths Mother Brandon is going to, I think. Yeah, uh, there would have been no hotel room. No. It would have been like, no. she's in the room with me, and that young man can be in the room with my husband. Yeah, yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. They can have a little yes. boy sleepover. It's going to be right. real creepy. So, yes, okay, I do so, think that's totally correct. Yes. Okay. That's because I just keep thinking, what is this really about? Like, yeah. what is it? And I'm like, uh, ding, 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 church, something. Mm. I want to hear what you guys think. What do the bunkies think? Okay. So they uh, do all their sightseeing, whatever. Mom's like, that's a red flag that you guys want to sleep in the same bedroom, whatever. And then he springs it on them later. We're going to go out to dinner all by ourselves. Like, just the two of us. We're not going to do this foursome thing from sun up until sundown and the mom looks devastated and even the dad he doesn't know what to do he's like yeah. uh, well i guess we're on our own then and you can see the disappointment in his eyes he does not want to hang out with his wife on him, <laughs> on his own he's like fuck 
He was like, more time we could talk about them, though, when they're not here. We could talk about what a horrible person she is making our son sleep in the room with her. I know. Yeah. I see you're logged in today as <laughs> Julia's wayward boob. You pointed that it. out in their, in their shot together. Yeah. They're heading in the shot different directions. Standing in the cornfield when they do the back to back or, you know, what all that posing they make them do and their little card between that says mm-hmm. Juliet and Brandon. Yeah. Her boob is pointing straight to the ground and I can't get over it. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all had those photo mishaps. And yes. I feel like that's what happened to this poor girl. Yeah. And now it's out it, there every single time she comes on yeah. the scene. They flash that picture. A, I've zoomed in. I've studied it. I think it's like a weird seam on her shirt that's like an undershirt that's a seam right across yeah. where. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like her boob is like a banana pointing straight at the ground. <laughs> and she's oh, 26. Like the, I, can't, I can't imagine no. that's the case. <laughs> It's like the boob equivalent of Peroni's disease. I remember you told me about that, but I don't want you to remind me what it is. Okay. Please don't. I I explain it in detail on Patreon because that's where we put the real high quality content over on the Patreon. (laughs) If you know, you know. Uh, Mm -mm. Let's talk about at dinner that night when they do get to be like a big boy and big girl and go out to dinner all by their lonesome. Yes. She's like, are you going to talk to mother again? She goes, are you going to talk to the mother? It was very much like Georgie calling up Darcy when she was in that bathtub. And he's like, is it naked? (laughs) Yes. It's like, this is an amazing way to talk about the mother. And he's like, you know, I will, but I just don't think she's going to budge. And we don't have enough money to move out anytime soon. And she's like, what? Like, she acted kind of shocked that he had blown through all of his money, even though he's been paying for all of the trips. Everyone's travel. The K-1 visa Mm -hmm. process, as we know, is is something much too expensive for someone like Paul to pay for in his shoveling shit job when Karini needed to come over. So, yeah, Dan Dan, or Bran Bran the Orkin Man, (laughs) has blown through his savings, and he needs some time to save up, and so they have to stay there for as long as possible. Then she reveals that she actually lived with a boyfriend in the past in this exact same kind of environment with his parents at his parents' house. Mm -hmm. And... She brings up an excellent point, and this is going to be a huge problem because Bran, Bran the Orkin Man, is such a mama's boy. She's yes. like, your mom will side with you if we have an argument. You know, like, right. that happened to me before with my ex-boyfriend. We could be having an argument, and then it would be one against two. Yeah. And I'm like, be like oh. she's crazy. She's crazy. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to... I mean, and Mother Brandon is so overbearing and really does belong on... I, I love a mama's boy. She really needs to be on that show. She's yeah. totally going to get involved. They've already yeah. talked about how Julia's temper is a problem and things, you know? Yeah, her temper is a problem because she's probably trying to get rid of you, lady. Yeah. I, know. I know. Somebody posted a side-by-side of Mother Brandon and what is the actress from SNL who did the Shweddy Balls PBS commentary or NPR? Remember that? Oh, well, it was Molly Shannon and... Um, and it's the other one. Uh-huh. Anyway, Who's, it's side by side with, like, the terrible Christmas vest. Nora Dunn? Nora? Yeah, Bunky's out it, there probably screaming the answer screaming. right now. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, we're just staring at each other like... Huh? Uh, Nora somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even remember... I couldn't even remember people's names of their children last, last week on Love After Lockup. Remember? We just, like, spaced out. Okay, back to this, though. They put a side-by-side of that Shweddy Balls actress and mm-hmm. Mother Brandon. Same person. Same person. Yeah. Terrible Christmas sweater. Oh, my uh-huh. God. It was hilarious. Okay. 
So yes, anyway, Brandon tells Julia all, all bad news, basically. And she's like, I think you need to um, really get, you know, kind of grow up and be a man. She doesn't say it as meanly as that, but she's like, you really need to stand up to your mom. And he's like, <laughs> nope. Let's talk <laughs> about somebody else who I am enjoying seeing tortured. Jovi. Oh, Jovi. God. Yes. I hate from him. Louisiana. And Yara, 25, from Ukraine. Anna Gustar. Anna Gasser. Anna Gasser. We're just on a delay. We're just always on like a five minute delay. That's it's not not Nora Dunn. It's if Anna you okay. listen long enough, at the end of the podcast, we'll eventually get the right answer to That's something. That's right. It just Sometimes. takes a while. Okay. Yeah. Jovi in his mouth hole. Okay. Yeah. Jovi in his mouth hole, which is exactly identical. You were completely right to Mama Plath's mouth hole from Welcome to yep. Plathville. Same, same problem. <laughs> whatever that whatever that's called, same problem. Did you see someone posted that this is the son that was given away by the Plaths because yeah. he didn't have blonde hair. He didn't have He's, blonde hair. So they had they to give him, him away. away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yes. And also, he's like a raging uh, morning drinker alcoholic. So that's a problem. Plats don't like real, that. <laughs> no, no. Could You know what would be a great mashup is when Bo Jangles is running around the perimeter with a shot collar. Have him run on over to the Plath family farm. Could you see, or their new house, a yeah. run in yeah, yeah, yeah. with all the children of the corn, Mama Plath, Slender Man, Daddy Plath, and Bo Jangles. <laughs> That would be amazing. And he'd show up with his whiskey also. They would be trying to save him from the jump. They would be like, get Jesus, get saved. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like no sugar. Mm -mm. Look at those teeth. Look what it did to you. Oh, oh, okay. Back to Jovi and Yara. They're going to Jovi's mom's house and Joe and Yara is like, I don't want to sleep there. I don't feel comfortable, but it sounds like she's going to try it out anyway. And they, I don't know. They take an Uber like an hour away, like they take this Uber and then, you know, to the country, countryside and go to the mom's house. And I'm like, you're staying here. Like you ain't got no way to yeah. get home. Yeah. So you're, you're going to be sleeping here. I hope you brought a bag. And, uh, he is just being kind of a dick from the moment they wake up in his dirty apartment that he got in New Orleans. He's like, I don't know, just wear anything. You're not supposed to get dressed up to go to my mom's house. Just wear jeans. And she's like, oh my God, like, I'm just asking you what's appropriate to wear. I don't know. I just find him very, you can, you can kind of tell, and this is probably me reading into it too much. He's probably always a little bit hungover. He's like, he's just nasty when he wakes up. He's just awful. I didn't, as you know, I didn't see the he's first awful. 30 minutes. I only yeah. saw it once they were there at the house, but he's, he's just awful. And he feels very like, Hey, of course this hot girl would want to marry me. But I'm like, really? Have you looked at yourself? I mean, this is the thing I don't get. He has like this big dick energy. And I'm like, where did, who told you, who told you that you're this great besides your mom? You know? Yeah. And she didn't seem to like him that much. I mean, Uh -uh. I know. And I, I don't know. I'm just here for Yara torturing the shit out of him. Like I want her to treat him. (laughs) I want her to treat him badly as many times as possible because he is just, he really rubs me the wrong way. They go down to the mom's house and she's very nice. She makes them a fricassee. A, like a seafood fricassee, but she says it in the French way, and she she teaches this to Yara, and Yara just busts it out. She she's like, oh yeah, and she pronounces it like completely correctly, and she's like, it's Cajun food, and it's like a stew, and it looks really good. Yara does not enjoy it, but she has manners enough not to say it right in front of the mother, right. which is a step up from Larissa and Debbie's beef stew. 
Right. A lot of people on the show just write to the person's face like, no, I'm not going to eat that. Mm -mm." Now, you have said you will put anything on your plate, pig's blood included, and Mm -hmm. take one bite. I I will put it on my plate and say, this is great. Thank you very much. And then just not eat it. Or when they're not looking, maybe like put it on the ground. But <laughs> put you, it on the ground. you would actually take a bite. I would take yeah. a bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put some real suspicious things in this mouth hole. Mm, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what. Oh, that'll be on this week on the plast. We'll get, have to get back to that. That's what she said. <laughs> Ethan jokes. He's been working on his dad jokes. You guys, it's amazing. Okay, so Jovi is. He, he basically sets this dynamic up right away where he doesn't really help Yara out with his own mother. For instance, when they start talking about the wedding situation, Yara's like, I really don't want to have any kind of wedding here because my family can't even come. And I wouldn't want them to see pictures or a video and feel really mm-hmm. sad that they missed out, even if it were small. And then like to the cameras behind their back, she goes, I'm not getting married here. I don't want to get married at a trailer. And I was like, what? I'm like, you're in a very I- lovely home right now, first of all. Yeah, I guess that the, the t- I mean, the town's on the bayou, and if they actually did drive over in the dark, I don't know how she knows what it looks like. I mean, you know. It's like pitch black out. She, yeah. Oh, she's like choked on my water. It was like pitch black. I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of complaining. There's a lot of bitching and complaining. And while Natalie's drove me crazy with Big Mike, mm. and we'll get to that, I was here for Yara's, again, because I just don't like Jovi. So she's Same. like, no, we're not having a wedding. And his mom is like, well, I we want to do something for you. And he does not defend their position at all. He just, he kind of lets his mom and Yara, I don't know, have this weird tension and not argue about it, but definitely bring up their opposing viewpoints without saying anything. He's like, well, I guess they'll figure it out. I'm like, you're the worst. He's just the worst. He's just the worst worst. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they get back to the bedroom and she's like, "Um, that stew, whatever I just put in my mouth was not tasty. She said it wasn't good. It didn't have any flavor. (laughs) I was like, how could, how could Cajun food not have flavor? That's not my experience. Usually it's like almost the opposite. Like, oh, too spicy. Yeah. Yeah. She she said it just wasn't her taste. Yeah. It's not her taste. He doesn't, he doesn't, she doesn't like this town. Um, He then tells us, well, he doesn't like her town either. She's, she also lives in a terrible place and they show him walking her streets and I'm like, these two are just terrible together. Yeah, and Awful. she's like, do you like it? He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. It looks like a little quaint little village. I was like, well. So she basically just didn't like anything. But she says the mom was nice enough. She was glad to meet her. And she doesn't feel as uncomfortable now sleeping there, especially because they gave her wine. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Yeah. She's like, I have a yeah. glass of wine. I stay here. It's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> the wine. I stay here. I'm like, girl, we've all been there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no more. Anyway, let me scroll down. I, that's kind of basically all I have for them. And then I have the nightmare of Big Mike and Natalie next. Oh, boy. We need to talk about this. I mean, the meeting with Bojangles. Uh, I was thinking Natalie, of you the whole time. I was like, was Aaron is ever, loving this. We've seen, him, we've seen him off the farm. He's in a restaurant. It's not his natural habitat. <laughs> not his natural habitat. They took his little uh, electric monitoring shot collar off of him so he could come inside of the building. He's usually I, not allowed in buildings. He's really only relegated to barns and fields. I, didn't re- I don't know what was going on with his hair. Mm-hmm. It looked like a wig, but it wasn't. Like, I don't know what was happening with him. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, Poor guy. talk about al- a sad alcoholism, though. I mean, some sad, I don't know. 
Makes me sad looking at him. Reminds yes. me of some people in my life. But yeah. Oh, I don't know, Bojangles. I got a soft spot for him, even though he's a hardened criminal and he seems like he's uh, had a, some problems with violence in the past. And so uh, I just want, you know, I want better for Bo. I want better for him. I want him to at least get back in the barn. You know, I think that barn yeah. life is good for him. I think maybe he could stay clean out there a little bit more than in the big city. Well, at least he didn't have to stumble home very far when he was there from the go. house to the barn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And he's got the perimeter. He can walk the perimeter. You know, just come on right back in. <laughs> that was, she was like, I not like Uncle Bo. I not let him back to the house. But he's nice. <laughs> but I, he not, he's not coming back to the house. No. They meet, they meet for breakfast and Bo's like, I will have whiskey. As my breakfast. I mean, he straight up orders whiskey and it's like, oh, and she's like, oh, how many drinks are you going to drink? And he goes, and many as they bring me. When she said, yep. um, he asked if she drinks and she said, uh, no, I, I don't really. I just drink to support Mike. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she's an emotional support drinker. I was like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, just, I just drink to support Mike yeah. who believes in aliens, not God. More on mm. that later. Yeah, she tries to be somewhat nice, but she's just annoyed by everything and everyone. She also says one of the most confusing and shocking things I've ever heard said about Bojangles. He is very stylish. As soon as he walks in, she goes, I like his style. I mean, yeah, he's got problems, but he's just a very stylish man. I was like, like wiping off my own glasses like are we looking at the same thing here do you know what that word means no i i think she's i think she means he's like unusual he's unique Mm. i think that she was trying to say like um he's got his own style and good for you buddy (laughs) i think that's what she was trying to say she was nice to his face she, she was. was nice to his face. I was glad mm-hmm. about that. But, you know, Homegirl really needs to sh- shut the fuck up about not having a ring since she threw the ring back at Mike in Ukraine. And now she's all like, oh, well, I don't have a ring, so I don't feel engaged. And she's like telling the waiter this. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, I'm I like, mean, I guess we're getting married, but I don't know because I don't have my ring. The waiter's like, I'm just like, D- how many more drinks should I bring this guy? Like, that's all I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a sober companion waiting from yes. outside? Right. Will he be returning to a halfway house? Wait, is this love after lockup? I thought it was 90 day. What waiver did I sign? Where are his teeth? Yes. <laughs> Where are his teeth? Is he going to sue us and claim that they're in the food? Mm. Is um, he really only 50? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he's 50. Bo, what happened, Bo? Bless 50. Him. Bless him. That's a hard 50, man. That's a hard 50. It's a hard 50. You know what his kind of 50 is? His kind of 50 is when you look back at like the Dust Bowl pictures with the eight kids on the porch and the mom and dad. And the mom and dad are like 32 and they look 89. Yeah. That's the kind of age that's happened to him. The hard, hard life. People only lived to about 55. So if you look bad at 32, you didn't have long to go. But Mm -mm. these days... (laughs) 50 you got a long way to go come on Bo your Bo well, needs to blow up he really needs to blow up it's not it's not gonna happen Bo needs a, a lot of intervention you know Bless both him. inside and outside I know mm-hmm. so we just we just want we just want him to be back in the barn that's all we're saying okay yeah. so Bo is very nice to her and he acts as appropriate as a Bo can you know mm-hmm. what I mean like as a Bo mm-hmm. Jangles can inside of a building mm-hmm. and he tells her you know well I'm rooting for you guys and you know, he doesn't make it awkward that she's the one who kicked him out because she wasn't comfortable with him being there, which I can Mm-mm. totally understand. But he doesn't Mm-mm. make an issue of it. Nobody does. So it's it's kind of fine. And it's just a magical scene because it's like 
it's like watching something that shouldn't exist in real life, but that it is. It's like Natalie, Mike, and Bojangles in a booth. Yeah, the anyway. more side characters we can get, the better. Yeah, the better. It always better for ninety day and love after lockup. Okay, so they drive back to the farm. And here is where things just go from bad to worse. She's complaining the entire way out there. She's like, there's no streetlights. It's dark. This is like a horror movie. I hate horror movies. Am I in a horror movie? She says that over (laughs) and over and over again. They get to the house. It's a very modest house. She's seen the interior of it many times when he's Skyped her or FaceTimed her on that giant flat screen. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the full Pedro space chair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah calls her and she's acting shocked when she steps inside she's like what why is this dirty he's like it's a mudroom you know you put your shoes here and she's like yeah she's like it's cold even the walls are cold she sits in that recliner like she's colty sitting in his camo recliner remember that when he would squeeze his knees together oh yeah tight as you could and he'd hold on to the the (laughs) um, arms of the chair yeah like he was gonna shoot off into space (laughs) yes she kind of pulls that move. She sits down and hunches like, ha I have made a grave error. I've made a grave error. Yes. She says it's dirty. She doesn't like it. He, she just insults him up one side and down the other. And um, she hates she's cats. miserable. She hates his cat. She hates cats. She's not all about that mm. cat. And I'm like, girl, this is going to be a terrible situation. And you're going to yeah. make everyone miserable here, including that poor little cat. Yeah, I think he said, oh, this is whatever the cat's name is. I've had her, this is my longest relationship. So the cat's like 14 years old. So the cat's not going anywhere. Like, he's no. going to put his last dollar into that cat. And, right, uh, exactly. Yeah. She's like, I am a dog person. I was like, well, there's two she cats. Goes, I am dog person. <laughs> yes. I'm like, you're not anything person. Yeah. You need to go. Yeah. And Bojangles needs to get his room back, Natalie. All right? All right. And I'm sure he was very nice to the cat. She then says she um, should have asked for a home tour on video before moving here. As if, again, she has never seen inside the interior of his house or talked about it or anything. And it's just clear she's having a total meltdown. She's yeah, like, I don't recall her place being like the most spectacular Taj Mahal. I mean, it was a nice apartment, but it wasn't nice like... apartment. Yeah. It was, but it wasn't like something spectacular that she should be so snooty about the farmhouse. Look, she's these, awful. She's just guys, awful. Yeah, none of she's these just guys know how to clean. We know that. They're all dirty. They should get a professional cleaning job before the person you're going to marry is moving in. Yes, they all should do it. None of them do. It's not yep. new information. No, I think I've shared before when I went over to husband Aaron's apartment when we were dating Mm -hmm. uh, the first time he blamed every all all things that were wrong in the apartment, which were many, many gross things, you know, filth everywhere on his roommate. And then he offered me a hot dog bun out of a package for a snack. This is the kind of living that single men do. Okay. This is what he had in his kitchen, just to, just a pack of raw hot dog buns, just a pack well, of raw fucking hot dog. And he well, offered one to me. I was like, don't offer those to people. What are you doing? Like, like why are you so untrained? You're 30. Like, what's put happening some, here? Put, put some butter and cheese on that and put it in the toaster and give, maybe give me a grilled cheese. Then we're talking. But just yeah. a, just a, just a bun. No, mm-hmm. just a, just a bun. Just pull it out. There you go. Want one? You no, go. I do not. No, I do not. Also, your laundry is walking away on its own from that basket. Oh, gross. Okay, so anyway, she's grossed out. Uh, She 
is completely freaked out that she's in the middle of nowhere too, which again, she knew that he lived out on a farm. She knows what his job yes. is. She knows that yes. Bojangles runs around naked and jumps in lakes. I mean, she knew all of this before coming, but she's acting like it's all new information. What is his job? He has, a, doesn't he have a Christmas tree farm? His job is like, I, cause he said like, I have selling to go trees. I think I have to go in town after work all day. So she's going to have to learn to entertain herself. But I was like, you're going into town to work all day. We, we need more information on that. I know. Let's, I don't get it. I, I didn't I get know. it either. I thought anyway. his job was the farm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Tarzel. Okay. okay. Tariq and Hazel. Mm. Uh, Tariq goes to a place that's called, I got a screenshot of it on my phone. This fucking store is called Upscale Men's Styles. Or what is it called? Did I you don't see, know because I, I didn't see it. it. It was in the first 30 minutes, but you posted it and I thought, huh, that's interesting. I didn't see that because my DVR didn't record it. It's he literally called like Men's Fashion Warehouse or something. like. It's not even that catchy. It is so hilarious. I'm pulling it up. I tweeted it out. I also tweeted Bojangles out. Okay. Uh, upscale men's fashion. Is that what you just said? <laughs> okay. No, I Sorry. said men's fashion warehouse. Upscale, upscale men's, fashion. men's fashion. And it's okay. all in pink. It's all in pink. <laughs> okay. Tariq walks in here to go see his friend, Angela. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Angela. I don't know if I wrote that down. I feel like it's Angela. It's not Let's Minty, say. who is the girl from the threesome. With mm-hmm. the T, Minty. Not Mindy, Minty. No, Minty. Minty Fresh. Fresh. It's not yes. her, but it is a friend, and we've seen her before. And he wants to pick out a suit, and he says baby blue is Hazel's favorite color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his friend tries to do him a solid by giving him a more appropriate suit, like a suit that would look much better on him. And he's like, no, no, no. I think I'm going to take this crazy-ass one from prom Milwaukee 1988. I thought he looked great. Oh my God. I loved he- it. I loved the suit. He is just, he's, he's a unique guy and he could pull something like that off. I did enjoy it more than Tyrese's blue suit. The one that really destroyed his relationship with Shanda of one day. Well, that was like a zoot suit. I mean, that That was was like electric, that was electric blue. That was a crazy looking suit. No, um, Tyrese's suit. Straight out of color me bad. Yeah. 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 Two D's. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, this suit looked like a like a nice. It, to me, it looked almost. It reminded me of like a sort of a uh, a southern like light blue linen suit or like a seersucker. Oh, or something. that's what it. Okay. That's what it reminded me of. Of you know what, the, the kind of the light material fabric that guys wear in the south in the summer, like a as my my husband would say, a summer suit. That's a what I thought suit. it was. That's what I thought and it to, was. With the, and to with me, the bow tie. immediately, I thought of husband Aaron's yearbook from South Milwaukee where like everyone wore that as a tux to prom with a ruffled shirt in 1988 and strangely enough their dates garter around their arm don't ask I don't know I don't know why 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 would a prom girl be wearing a garter what what do they pick up their prom dates at the at the at the club I don't understand. <laughs> it was another world, and it is a time capsule. And next time I see you, I will have that yearbook with me because there's nothing more entertaining wait. than that damn yearbook. Oh, my God. Schlesinski, <laughs> Marcinkiewicz, Schlesinski. Okay, here we go. Are you, what language are you speaking? I'm speaking Polish, oh, except okay. I'm not. I'm speaking okay. like whatever the last names were turned into when they got here. A lot of them were changed, okay. including mine, as you know. Uh, you know that, right? No. My you last name Martin. is Marcin Kavich. Okay. But it would 
but not according to the legal name that just Bruce's family, his his solitary family changed. Their, the entire family is Marcinkevich. It has like four Zs, three Cs, one vowel, uh-huh. 500 consonants. It's very, it doesn't even look like it sounds. Okay. And then Bruce's dad um, legally changed his name as an adult to Martin, his last name. All uh-huh. the other relatives are Marcinkeviches. We're the only really? outpost of Martins. Mm-hmm. Really? <clears throat> yeah. No, no, I didn't and I, know and that. And I thank him. I thank him for doing right. so. Yeah. So then you would have to be Aaron Mars, M A R Z. I'd be Aaron Richards because I would have never taken it. <laughs> you can't go from Richards to that. You can't no. go from never spelling your name, like mm-hmm. never having trouble with anyone mm-hmm. understanding how your name's spelled, to that. Going from Richards to Martin, no big deal. Going from Richards to. 21 letters for your last name with multiple Z's. That would have been a rough, real rough. Fa- fascinating. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. You know, even though we've been oh, together a long time, we're still learning about each other, Aaron. I know. And I'm <laughs> telling you, it's, we did our 23 and me, you know how sometimes they update it and they'll send you like a new version as they, as they collect more data, they will send you updated data on oh, you. Okay, it's pretty cool. cool. No, so we, we got it, it recently and. I had some Portuguese and some other things that were detected. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Bruce's came back even more Polish. <laughs> like they just, keep getting, they just keep getting more confirmation that he came from like literally Warsaw or Krakow. They, they located uh-huh. like two places. They're like, you came from this cave and just right over here, last generation. Like there's nothing else. Nothing in the 99. middle. 99.99%. From that one little area. Yes. It is like That's, so, it's almost, it might as well be 100. Really? So we're always like, oh, what's the uptake going to say? 99.999 or 99.9? <laughs> That's yeah. so interesting. So his family is okay. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have relatives. I have a, I have an aunt, Yaja, who's fr- from Poland, who moved here. Um, but everybody else is, I think, one generation back. Immigrated. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you mm-hmm. know what? Learn hey. something new every day. Dun, 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 dun. The Learning Channel. That's what we cover here. And also add tidbits about Milwaukee for you, which is a place I love. And I'm never mocking Milwaukee because I love it. Um, okay, back to Tariq and Hazel and his crazy blue suit, which you love. I his love His linen day suit. He That's goes to saying. pick mm-hmm. Hazel up at the airport and he has a beautiful bouquet of flowers. I mean, mm-hmm. he did really well. His beard is looking fresh and fly. Yep. I love, I love him in a beard. I like oh, it. and he also, he also, del- he touched on the Dean news before we get to this scene. Oh, we did. So I should back up say. for a second. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Okay, he talked about, he talked about the falling out with Dean, who he calls his brother, but is really, uh-huh. I think his cousin. Uh-huh. And, but they were raised together. Is that? Is that clear? I think that's what he said on, when he was on with Michelle Collins that one time on that live okay. show. Or, okay. And remember, he outed he outed Hazel at that, and he was like, "Well, she she likes to sleep with women." He did that on that live show with Michelle Collins too. No, and I think that was the beginning that of the rift. Yeah, but then it got even worse. Tariq says when, you know, he was so awful and questioned Hazel about not even being a good mom and everything when he was over in the Philippines. Yes, and then I remember that. Yeah. He goes on WhatsApp and he meets a Filipino woman. It's a Filipina, mm. Filipino, and he moves there. And we saw him in 90 Day Quarantine. Yeah. That shit show that, of course, we watched. Yes. We saw him with her over there and they were in quarantine together and she seemed really nice. And it was a very odd pairing, though, to me. 
They're, they're an like, odd pair. Mm-hmm. They do. I agree. But Tariq says that he never wants to talk to Dean again. He's so pissed, and he's because he's such a hypocrite. He put him through hell about his relationship with Hazel, and then like kind of talked some crazy stuff about her without her without her permission or knowing on TV. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he goes off and does the same thing. And so Tariq's mm-hmm. like, he's, he basically says like, he's dead to me. He goes, I will never have a relationship with him again in my life. And I was like, what? That's now, so sad. What the, what's the timing of this though? Because when were they on pillow talk? They were buddy, buddy. And I'm like, was he not dating this girl long distance at that time? No, I'm I don't talking think about so. Dean and Tariq. Yeah, on the bed. I think, yeah, I think that when Dean and Tariq were on Paul Talk, I know that Dean said something on social media about Tim of Tim and Veronica, because you know how they rotate people through. So like one week we see Tariq and Dean, and the next week we might get Tim and Veronica. With like mm-hmm. we, we always get David and Annie, and we almost always get Lauren and Alexi. But sometimes they mm-hmm. rotate people. So I think mm-hmm. that's what happened is that they were doing that rotation, and somebody asked Dean about it, and he said something disparaging about Tim. And whatever, I, like, I can hardly remember what it was, but it got him fired. And then Tariq was really mad about that. But he definitely no, but wasn't talking to that girl at that time. It was this, after. Okay, this, this is not what Tariq explains at all. He says it's all about Dean being a total hypocrite and going and doing the same thing that he has done with Hazel, you know, and having put him through, you know, just such tough stuff when he first came over to visit Hazel and him. Hang huh. on for one second. I got a okay. little girl who is talking. So sorry. <laughs> I just, just screamed at the top of my lungs. I'm recording. Oh, my family loves me. Okay. So anyway, he tells us all this and it's super sad. He like said, I'm never going to talk to him again. I'm like, is it? Mm. Is that deep? It is that deep? Like you can get wow. over this. You can move through this. I mean, you're both going to have wives from the same area of the world. What if you guys both live in the U.S. again? Right over there. This is crazy. Anyway, I hold out hope for them. You know, I do. Me too. They're kind of a dream team. Because I would like to have Dean back on my television. I know. I know. Again, we know he did it to himself. He said some shit he shouldn't have said. And he acted not great about the whole team thing. But I know he's he's funny as shit. Okay. Okay. So Tariq goes to get her at the airport. He's got the flowers, got the blue suit. She comes down the escalator and she seems really happy to see him in her way i mean she, when she barely smiles that is like the most jubilant she's gonna get this Just is like the most expression smile. yeah most expression ever. i've ever seen she was like you look nice i like this color the flowers are my favorite he was like i know like he got the her favorite color suit he got her favorite mm-hmm. flowers like he did it right man he did it right survivor 46 is here and so is on fire the only official survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. He did. He did. And he takes her home and he he keeps being like, we're going to our house. This is our house. You know, this isn't just mm-hmm. my house. And I thought that was really sweet. And she gets there and she's just really overwhelmed. And she, much like Natalie, but not in a, as cruel of a way, is like, it's dirty. Uh, I don't I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. But I think she's just overwhelmed with the clutter 
and stuff going on. You yeah. Know, like there's a lot of stuff and he's got a kid who lives with him. Mm-hmm. He's got a daughter who he takes care of five out of the seven days a week who is on the autism spectrum and yeah. is, I think, I'm not sure how functional, you know, depending on what she can do at home and what she needs. And she might not need a lot of different things for therapy and different kind of gameplay. And so, yeah, yeah. he's got a house that has to be functional. And I think she's just, it's just a lot for her, you know, but she goes it's up really the steps big. to bed. Yeah. For her, yeah, it's, it's really big. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it's just like a lot of space to take in. A lot of word art, probably, you know, that she has to uncover. Yeah. And I she goes that, up I mean, the stairs. I, I, I found that really interesting, though, Aaron, when he said that, you know, her entire place that she grew up, grew up in could fit in my garage. You know, he said, so it's going to be a big adjustment for her. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, I'm, he, he's like, I'm trying to explain like at my house in America is not a big, huge house. It's just a regular house. You know, mm-hmm. when we saw his house is a regular house. It's not like he lives in some huge mansion. So he's like, but for her, it, that's just very, very different. I mean, even for her to be like, what is this? And he says, a dishwasher. And she goes, I'm never going to use that. Right. She says, I'm never going to use that because I'll be able to clean it better myself. It was really, I mean, it was, it's, it, you have to really think about I mean, like that. That to me was fascinating to think about somebody that came from where she came from to come mm-hmm. here and the difference. And it would take a lot to get used to. I mean, it may be like, hey, this is great. I have all this space now, but it may also be like overwhelming to your system, like too much space. Yeah. 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 It, I don't know why this just flashed through my mind, but current references only it reminds me of tom hanks on castaway when he gets off of the island mm-hmm. and they put him up in a hotel and he has to sleep on the floor like he can't he's not used to yeah. anything but a small space anymore anyway mm-hmm. that was random and also much like we always like to do keeping it real current with the movie references mm-hmm. but yeah she just got a lot to get used to he's being very sweet to her though he I'm is. Kind of liking him a lot more you know and i want to see a mesh shirt busted out i want to see him wear a full mesh shirt. I want to see him mm-hmm. wear the Tarzel necklace. Yes, he's got and that. And mm-hmm. I don't want to see them I don't want to see them get into like a hot mess with this other with some other chick and then Hazel's going to break his heart. I feel like I, she, I feel like that could be coming his way, you know? Same. Yeah, mm. same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I think he's going to be in for a rude awakening when he finds out, you know, where her feelings might really lie. I think she does like him. I don't know that she's in love with him and wants him for a life partner forever. Let's talk about uh, the surprise, the shocking surprise, but not really a surprise because it is 90 Day Fiance of Andrew, 32 years old, runs a daycare with Mama, and he's in Roseville, California, and his way too beautiful for him fiance 28 year old amira who lives in france she's half egyptian and Mm -hmm. half french that's what she tells us and she's never felt particularly at home in france but we do not start with her the poised beautiful amira no 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 we start with andrew adjusting his crown putting on a costume of chain mail and looking like he is headed straight in his like on his unicycle to go work at the renaissance fair Okay, see, this is where my the DVR cut off the first 30 minutes. You didn't see Andrew? Oh, my God. I'm going to, I got to have to go what? and go, go on the TLC app and pull it up or something. But no, I didn't see any of this. I saw when he met with his girl. sister and they bought a beret. And I was like, what's with the beret? And then I realized that the girl was from France, but then I couldn't understand why they were going to Mexico. So their whole story confused me. So I'm going to have to go rewatch the TLC app to get that first part. I was like, I didn't get the first part of their story. So I didn't understand it all. 
It was very much like the opening package because I have this seared into my memory where we were first introduced to Colty. Because the first introduction we ever got to Colty was him putting a prairie dress on the cat <laughs> on cookie dough. I'd be like, hi, I'm Colty. Glasses shift, glasses shift. This is my cat cookie dough. And we were like, what? That was very much the tone of the... I mean, he's putting a full chainmail outfit, Renaissance Fair, a crown. And then he comes out to all the children sitting on the floor. And he's like, I'm just doing this for story time. And it's like, no, 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 no. I feel like you have a lot of those in your closet. I think... Okay. Yeah. Okay. This, okay. This, this goes deeper than just uh, being like, oh, look at me. I'm so fun and whimsical for the children. Mm -mm. I got my spidey senses are tingling with this guy. He seems like a real fucking weirdo. And I don't mean just because of the outfit. Dress up. Do what you want. We dress in stupid bunky gear all the time. We love it. But there's something darker about him. And we do find this out later when Amira is talking to her dad. And he also says he was on tons of dating apps because he really wants to start a family. But it just never worked out with anyone. So he just went, he just decided to go, you know, fishing abroad. And Amira was only on a dating app for two days. And this woman is 28. Ooh. Two days when he got his hooks in her. And she wants to come to the U.S., she says, for adventure. Uh -huh. um, but she got her paperwork for the K-1 visa right on the date. I think it was like June 20th or something when, like, full lockdown happened again. So she couldn't, she can't fly in. She has the paperwork. She's ready mm -hmm. to go. But she can't get to the U.S. Okay. And he comes up with a brilliant plan because he read it on, I don't know, he read it on Reddit Ooh. on a message board or something yeah that you can go to mexico and then come in that way and i'm like what like okay do you know you didn't even call a, a lawyer like even angela of angela and michael goes to see what was her lawyer's name joe lawyer bill don't oh don't ask me i don't, don't ask me um i know well okay so i'm confused okay so did how many times have they seen each other in person so they've seen each other only once in person, as I heard it, in Las Vegas. They made they had a romantic week there, and he proposed, like, within days. And she's okay. like, he took me out to the balcony, he proposed. I'm like, yeah, he wants to lock that down. And then COVID-19 happened, you know, and they were getting their K-1 visa. It finally got approved, and boom, travel ban. How long so, have they been uh, conversing? How long have they been conversating? Conversating. They have. Do, do, do. Oh, I don't I'm, just, I'm trying what, to put it together. But like, I why? feel like it hasn't been that long. But I know it doesn't it at least take a year to even like get the K-1 visa paperwork. I think the fastest paperwork that was ever, ever gotten in 90 mm -hmm. Day History was Molly of Molly and Louise because mm -hmm. she like had all of her shit lined up. Yeah. <laughs> she had a home for the person to move to. Right. <laughs> like one of the only ones. Does this person, does he have a home or does he live with his mother in the daycare situation? He lives situation? with his mama. He lives with his mama. And he says that he runs a daycare center, but I call bullshit. His mom runs that daycare center and he uh, lives with her. I'm sure he's licensed and everything. You have to be. You can't work with children and not have some kind of background checked. You, you can't. And you would not put yourself on a show. Right. Either. You have, well, there have, there's all kind of legalities around home daycare, any kind of daycare. So I would assume 
he's had to be checked out. And I'm not saying he's weird in that sense, but there's something really odd about him. Oh, really I, was say, odd. I was saying he was weird in that sense. I was saying, I think it's, I think really? that's, I do. Yeah. I, think the, I, I, I don't want to think that. I, I know, but that. I mean, I only saw him from what I saw with him talking to his sister and he had a real weird shade of hair. He and his sister sort of looked like they both dyed their hair the same color, kind of like I put a red rinse in it. And um, yeah. when, it, when it hit the light, it had like a, a tint of red to it. And I didn't enjoy his ponytail. I didn't enjoy anything about him. And then I saw mm-hmm. her and I was like, now what's happening here? Because she's obviously a very beautiful, educated woman. I know. So what's and going she's on? she's acting like she cares that he's not going to come to her baby shower. I'm like, since when does your brother come to your baby shower? What? I don't know about that. No, anyway, I don't, yeah. I don't mean the sister. I'm sure the sister was fine. I'm saying when I saw Amira... Talking to her dad in that cafe. Oh, Amira. I was I like, you meant the sister. I was oh, like, yeah, why Amira. Why is she with this guy, ponytail guy? I don't get it. Well, it's so fucking creepy because when she meets with her father, who seems lovely, they're over in her town in France. And yeah. I, I'm, I sound like such a Midwesterner when I, I'm like, France. Okay. Her dad, uh, yeah. Hamdi, Hamdi sits down with her and he straight up says he has concerns about her going, yeah. first of all, to Mexico mm. on this who even know like a fucking hoot nanny like what are they gonna like boop, 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 sneak up to the country they could legally get in because he read it on a message board and the father's like what i don't i don't understand this i, I think it's dangerous Co- there's a covid outbreak you know numbers right. aren't good over there right not good anywhere but then he busts out with how he really doesn't like andrew because he always makes amira cry and he he feels like he andrew treats her, his daughter badly badly and she yes. says it's so creepy. And she says, well, he basically, he pays for most of the things we do or that I have. So I have to do things for him. I have to do and, what he says. And I was and like, she said, girl, well, no, ch- you do not. And then she said, don't you think when I get there, he'll change? I was like, no, nope, mm. no, nope. no one ever said that. It's never been true. People do not change. God. You are not going to change Mm-mm. him. Nope. Mm-mm. No. I mean, so, Yeah. So they're going to pack up. They're going to do this Mexico thing. I think they're going to be cut real short. I don't. I don't think this is going to work out. We've seen previews of her crying, like she gets detained somewhere. And oh yeah, we did see that preview when he's like, it's she's not detained. Good. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed I'm to be like, at that time. You're not going back no. and forth between countries on a willy nilly. No, really, willy or willy nilly. No, willy or nilly. Can't go to can't go to France to Mexico to the United States back to France to Mexico. Uh-uh. No, what are you? What no. are you, Tariq, trying to get to the Philippines? Yeah, Flying right. all over the world. So anyway, uh. that's basically our introduction to them. He also wears a Dr. Seuss hat when he um, facetimes with her at a separate time. So he he really loves dressing up in the old costume, and he thinks he's just really kind of like jaunty, you know, probably a whimsical guy. No, no, dude, you're creepy. Like if if I saw you again, I would have my my hand on the nine and the one. You know, if I were alone in a room with him. <laughs> oh, my God. On the phone, ready to go. So that's it. We met Connie, the sister. Oh. I didn't really talk about that. I mean, no biggie. And then next week, we actually finally see the cougar we have been yep. waiting for. Okay. Did you I see, see her? that right after 90 Day, I know that you watch it and you turn it off. You don't watch. You don't. Mm-hmm. We don't wait mm-hmm. for next week or nothing. But they had a whole like 15, <laughs> 20 minute next week's episode was up the whole ne- the whole first part of the next episode. I, I guess 
uh, they couldn't do a pillow talk for some reason, and they just slapped that on the TV. Who knows why? But it was on there, and it, we got a whole thing about the cougar and the boyfriend, and she's, like, calling his mom, like, have you talked to him today? I need to talk to you. Have him call me. She's calling his mom to be like, I haven't heard from him. Can you have him call me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. I haven't yes. watched any of that. No, as you know, I slam my laptop shut. Boom. When You're I'm done. done, boom, I'm done. It's like when I, I used to write recaps, I just, boom, I would slam my laptop I know. shut. Post I know. it. Done. Um, I know. And I'm sitting there waiting for any little, I, I'm like the person that waits all the way at the credits at the end of the movie. Like, yeah. I know they're going to give me one more bonus scene if I just sit here and wait till after all the credits. <laughs> Like a Marvel movie. Is that who does it? The Marvel uh, Universe. They do you, like an extra scene at the end. You know, I don't watch Marvel movies, but generally, like, for example, a, a perfect example of it is The Hangover. When you were just, yes. I saw that in the theater and you stand up to leave and then they start showing all those photos that they took that from yep. like the loss. And I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a perfect example. <laughs> Okay, and I wouldn't have seen those had I watched The Hangover in the theater because I'm already in the bathroom peeing by right. that time. Yeah, you I mean, missed the funniest boom. part of the movie. Yes. I see the end. I, I'm in the bathroom. I got to go. Judd Apatow does that in a lot of movies. Like, this is 40 and yeah. stuff. He does a lot of stuff at the end. Yep. Yeah, and Knocked Up, too. I remember that. There were a lot of pictures at the end of all the parents. Anyway, well, you know, we could just <laughs> just talk about random things for another half hour. But, you guys, we're done with 90 Day for now, so we will let you go and... We're going to be doing something very fun that we'll tell you about later with TLC, uh, actually with Sharp mm-hmm. Entertainment, and mm-hmm. um, we'll let you know more about that in the weeks to come. Uh, and Mary Payne is going to be coming out with a very fun bonus interview early in the new year, I think around mm-hmm. January 4th. Someone who we love as a side character on side Before ca- the 90 Days. Side is, character. Mm-hmm, side character. And yeah, we'll also be putting something out on Hey Bunky. For welcome to Plathville, and lastly on the Pink Shade Patreon, um, Mary Payne or I are going to talk to one of our bunkies who is a lawyer about the whole Tom and Erica Girardi, yes, craziness. That Earlier, is going on right I now. said my friend was going to be the legal correspondent, but she has um, stepped down from her duties before she even started. <laughs> She's... She got nervous about being on a podcast, so yeah. uh, she said, of... "I, I got a dab on it." I got to dab and get out. No, and then so uh, one of our uh, legal expert bunkies is going to talk to us instead. Yeah. We got to do a deep dive on this. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what went on. I want to know what kind of trouble he's going to get in. I want to know if Eric is trying to flee the country. I mean, this is crazy. Something happened today. There was some sort of hearing today about how she was trying to um, get her something frozen about like about whatever he was giving something happened today and it was for on her team was going to court about something that happened with his team so yeah Ooh. something major happened today and i was reading it and i was like legal mumbo jumbo i need someone to help me yeah I, I know same here okay guys we love you have a great holiday if you celebrate christmas merry christmas and if you are in the are we still in hanukkah what day are we on I might be wrong about that. I know it started last week. Happy Hanukkah and um, just happy winter solstice and all that good stuff. And we'll be back soon. Yeah. Hi, Mary Payne. Go look for the Bethlehem star if you can. Go look for it. Go look for it. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. 
the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.